Hello, developers. Uh, I believe having uh, proper tooling as a developer is a must-have for us. And today I have a guest with me who is going to show us some plugins that you can install on your Android Studio that will make your life easier. So without further ado, let's start. Hello, Elias. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks a lot. I'm happy to be in, in, in here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, first, give us some idea. Where are you based? I'm currently based in Turkey. I work at a company called Technacion at specific project. It's called GetContact. I usually work on um, the UI, UX, and the chat channel uh, module. And I've been there for six months right now. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, I found you from an article that you have shared on Medium. Uh, how do you find it interesting to share stuff with other Android developers? Well, I first started like, I really liked to share with my colleagues some of the tips and shortcuts. Also like they like call me shortcut Elias because I love a lot. <laughs> I knew a lot of shortcuts. I love to do that, but then I, I said like, okay, I need to document the whole shortcuts the plugins and everything that i knew because when i change my laptop i forgot some of this stuff or like i don't use uh, all the stuff that i knew so i i, I just uh, put every shortcut i knew and i published it and i it gained a lot of traction people really loved it i put some plugins people really loved it and they shared their screenshot of their id that they now really love their job more or hate it less. It depends on the person. And uh, I started to share more like articles, composer related, people loved it. And I kept going it and the feedback of people, sometimes it uh, enhanced the code. It gave me new ideas and it was really uh, great to have interaction with, uh, with uh, other developers. Yeah, happy that happy to hear that you're so caring uh, about the community. Okay, anytime you're ready, you can share your screen and we can start. Okay, let's get started. First, we will start with some uh, enhancement to your visual of your ID. So we'll add some new themes, some to the progress bar, stuff like that to make it like look better. And then we will go and add some new functionality to your Android Studio that can faster your daily work and then some specific plugins. If you are using Detect or Catilint, there is some plugins that can uh, make your job easier. So I did actually install all of, all of the uh, plugins on my Android Studio because a lot of them needs uh, requires Android Studio to be restarted to uh, be activated. So I installed all of them, but you can actually add what you like gradually with me. Um, for the theme, I I have like some favorite themes, but you know, I asked you and I asked a lot of my colleagues and they gave me their favorite too. So if you go to plugins and then marketplace, you can search for these plugins. You can install dark uh, Dracula theme. This is your favorite. Uh, the GitHub theme. This is really nice. It has a lot of good variations. I will show you uh, each one now. And one dark theme, 
this really cool very colorful theme and finally this is my favorite which is dark theme then uh, after installing all of them you go to the appearance and you will start like normally your android studio will come with the dark as a default but you can try the dracula theme which is which is this guy and um there is oh sorry this is the dracula theme which is more colorful uh, theme that's really nice and there is the github theme really relaxed really uh, minimalist doesn't have a lot of like color on the background there is more variation the experimental this is more like dracula but with a little bit more colors for the code there is one dark if you love the colorful purple uh, it's really nice it has a lot of variation as well and my favorite is this dark code it's really mi minimalist it looks like the dracula with the darker background so i will go with it currently and uh, let's add more visual um, to our android studio we can go like in in the previous android studio if you remember like the previous ui it it looked a bit more horrible <laughs> especially the icons it looks like every every uh, single icon looked different than the other it, it didn't have like this uh similar design system to all of it but that the current one is is better but still if you are if you love to use the previous ui or the current UI with different icons, you can install an plugin called Atom Material Icons, which is this one. So I will enable it and it will require me to reinstall, um, re restart my Android Studio. All right, now it opened. So now, as you see, there is like this material icons, which is more colorful, if you like the more colorful icons, which is, uh, it also changes the run uh, build icons. And it also changes, it also changes the file icons, which is, it's, it's loading for a moment. Yeah, you can see also here, it also changes the uh, file and directory icons. But as you, as you see, like the previous icons for Kotlin look even better. So if you go here and like search for material icons, you can here enable and disable everything that you like or you don't like. So here you have all the options to do whatever you like. You can have fun with it. Um, and with more visual plugins, there is there is actually a lot of plugins for the progress bar, which is when, when you are building and syncing your, your project, uh, which is like actually like not the most important thing on, on our lives, but it makes our build weight progress like way less like uh, boring, boring. <laughs> and you don't want to scream at your laptop a lot. You can instead cheer mario to to the to do the i have like mario progress bar but if you go to the marketplace and search progress bar there's like literally millions of them and um, 
when when you enable that, you go. Let, let's uh, enable this um, plugin or like library sync now and you will see like this beautiful animation and when when it's building mario go goes and in, in our project sometimes it takes like two or three minutes when you are switching branches and you know it it makes it less stressful to to wait for the building build build time um we can go with actually there is a plugin most of the developers familiar with is called Rainbow Brackets. And what it actually does is to add colors to each brackets separately. So it's easier to copy, paste, move each code block without like the need to count where are you and when, where your block ends. It's basically adds like colors to each one separately and like you just copy or move your code uh, block <laughs> using that. And finally, there is a plugin called, I think it's called God Code Glance Pro, which adds, um, like let, let, it's easier to show it to you here. I enable it here. It actually adds a small glance of your code to the side, which is similar to what VS Code does. And it's really helpful because when you are adding new code, for example, this is a new code that I didn't push to my um, Git. It shows here uh, a green color that you can navigate. Mm -hmm. So when you are adding new code to your, um, to your file, and you want to go back to your code, it will show a green that you, you can go easily to that. Or if, if you have like an error, it will show it will show an error here, and you, it's easier to navigate using that. And when you know if it's a really long file as well, you can use this instead of this guy. And when when you are using like maybe now I, I'm not using a second screen, you can disable it from here. You go, you go to the settings. Uh, type code glance pro and you can disable it from here so i'm gonna go and uh, sorry, disable it by default you can disable it and it will go away or you can enable it from here cool all right let's uh, continue that's it with the visual uh, plugins that will make your android studio look pr pretty cool and you can try there is like literally millions of themes and progress bar and all, all, all of that jazz. And even this uh, code glance, there is like three or four version of it. So you can mm -hmm. uh, try with what you like uh, the best. Now we, we can go and add some utilities to our Android Studio. So we have, I will tell you literally all, all of them. You can install it and we will exper experience uh, experiment with each of them separately. So there is like uh, ADB idea, which adds a lot of functionality, like installing, killing your app, doing stuff like that. I will show you in, in a moment. Uh, we You can add Git toolbox. I will show it in a moment. Uh, JSON formatter, Kotlin to JSON to Kotlin cla class, and 
Kotlin field class. That's answering manipulate manipulation. And I will show each each one of them separately. So if you go um, when you have like in your logcat, you have a lot of responses coming from the from the backend. You you want to see if if there is something some something wrong with the response or some something like that. Usually, it looks horrible. You you can't see which, uh, especially if it's a large response. You usually need to copy it and go to website and do something like that. But if you install the JSON formatter, you can you can copy the JSON and uh, go to JSON formatter. Yeah. JSON formatter and paste it here. Let me do it like this first. So your your response will be one line looking like this, yeah. And you basically you can format it and it will give you show you an error. If there is an error or uh, it will just format it if it's correctly. And what I really like it's it, they have a tab for it, so it will be looking just a normal tab in your Android Studio, and you can paste it what whenever you want and uh, you can format your json easily um, other than that you have like when, when you have some json which usually you got the your um, you get you get it from your backend and you want to create new class usually we'll go put each uh, property separately but you can, instead of that, you can use JSON to Kotlin plugin, which is this guy. And when you add this uh, plugin, it will be added to the new. It will add basically a, a file template, basically, and it will show up here, Kotlin data class, and you can paste your JSON file here. You can add, click to advance and add any annotation you want. For example, if you are adding JSON annotations, Moshi annotations, stuff like that for the naming, and just give it a name. For example, like example. If you see here, there is also nested classes, and it will recognize that and will create separate file for this. So if you say create, okay, I'll show it again. Yeah, so it will add all your files files here. I don't have the, the JSON annotation in, uh, in my project. That's why it's uh, showing an error. But other than that, it, it adds everything and it adds the nested class separately. So that's way easier to add everything separately. Cool. Yeah, I really like it. It's uh, <laughs> easier. There is also... There is also a really cool uh, plugin called Kotlin Field Classes, which what it basically does, it can fill your classes with dummy uh, data or fill your function with dummy data. That's really helpful when you are uh, doing a compose previews or doing like some some kind of testing. If you don't have Copilot, that would be really hand handy. So, for example, like. Uh, Let's use the generate function. And then when you click on options and enter, 
it will show up here. So it, it's either either field function. So you can provide the data yourself or or fill it with dummy values, which I will go with. So it it's basically uh, fills all the values with it. Yeah, I always have a hard time to to memorize which parameters I should pass. I think that's very oh, yeah. useful. Especially in, in the testing when the data doesn't matter, like you're, you're just check on that or in the previews, it's really helpful. So this mm -hmm. for function, and if you have like also um, class classes, it, it can also uh, provide data for it. So you can do it like this and that would be it. So this is really helpful. But if you have like copilot, obviously you don't need, even need that. It, it will uh, fill all the stuff for you and the, write the test. Uh, get the job done, and you are not also required to do your own job if you if you have copied um, I think yeah, that's it for the fill plugin. We also have um, a plugin called String Manipulate Manipulation, which also you 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 use it as well, yeah. I think you, you have mentioned that. Uh, yeah, I have a full video about this uh, string manipulation. So yeah, I will I will refer to you guys with the card on the video. So yeah, but feel free to demo it. That, that's great. Uh, I, I will give some uh, basic examples, but you can check out the full vid video. So usually you will have uh, like some parameters to your uh, intent or stuff like that, or whatever you want. And you, you are using like something like first, first name, and try first, first name, uh, or, and then like last name, stuff like that. And you, you just want to fill your, um, fill your intent with data. And then you want, uh, this data here to be copied and pasted here, but with different, usually with different um, cases. So what you actually can do instead of like rewriting everything like like this, first name, last name, stuff like that, you can put the same value and then using the string manipulation plugin, you can write to using like command shift R, a and write to, and it will show you all of the options, which is like two camel case, uh, Pascal case, snake case. In this case, we want the snake case, so it will do the job for us. And usually it's, it's really handy to, to do that. If you don't remember the shortcut, you can click on the uh, string that you want, and it will show up here. So you have all kind of options here so for example if you want to increase decrease uh, the numbers if you want to create some some kind of list like for example maybe like one two three four ten you can you can click and go here increment and it will increase each one oh it didn't work as i expected 
oh sorry yeah twenty. that just increases the number but you can create a sequence so it will create a numbers from one to ten and it's it's way easier when you are writing tests and stuff like that but usually it's, it's for converting cases to another cases especially in huge refactors this is pretty handy uh, do you have any use cases that you want to mention here or like uh yeah i do lots of multi-cursor and then use that as sync manipulation to change the type case or but i didn't know the sequence and increment decrement which is nice to know yeah, thanks literally yeah. the, what you mentioned here is like you create multi-cursors here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for example like go to what sorry and you copy all of that and exactly here yeah. and then go like to whatever mm -hmm. case you want and here you have all all of the values uh correct exactly as yeah yeah that, that's... Code, code like a pro <laughs> yeah um and other than that we have like the adb uh plugin which is this guy this adds a lot of functionality to your emulator so instead of going to your emulator open it do some stuff with like killing the app restarting the app cleaning the cache uh, disabling or enabling the uh, wi-fi you can just go with command shift a for for the actions and uh write adb which will show you all the actions that you can have for example i use uh clear app data and restart a lot so instead of going near the, the data opening the app again which you can't really find um you can just use that you can enable the wi-fi disable it you can kill the app restart it. there's really a lot of functions like installing it and stuff like that so this is really helpful but if you don't remember the shortcut it shows up in the tools section ADB idea, and it, you have all the actions there, like literally here. So that's it for this plugin as well. We will have finally something that can enhance your Git uh, capabilities in your Android Studio. So literally what I really like is that I don't want to go outside of my Android Studio. For example, for JSON formatting, I, I, I love to start in my Android Studio. For the Git-related stuff, I, I, I really love to stay in the Android Studio. I don't want to go anywhere else. So I, I really want to improve that. So this plugin also adds some more functionalities. For example, you can add inline blame, blame for uh, your code. So it, when you click on each line, it will show up who, who did add edit that lately. So this project is just a demo project, but it shows all the time who added that. And here it shows the status of your branch. So if you need to fetch your branch, it will show up here, or you need to push the branch, it will also show up here. It will add the same functionality to here. So you will see each uh, file if it needs to be pushed or pitched before and it mm -hmm. also adds the best yeah so if you go to the settings it will actually add 
something called autofetch, which will update the project all the time. Each 15 minutes, I have it, or maybe you can make it less. So in this way, you don't have to check to fetch before pushing your project at all. Literally, mm -hmm. I don't do any fetch uh, because this is also um, do, doing all that for me. And if there, there is something that I need to update, it will show up here and I will know that, okay, I, I don't to push it and then get there and then uh, rebase my branch on the remote branch. And you can also play around with the blame settings. So you can like show the author, maybe like uh, the first name instead, like the last name, initials, anything that you want. It's pretty flexible. And you can maybe remove the blame from this, uh, this bar if you don't like it. It's, it's up to you. You can also uh, disable the blame, inline blame, if you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what is really cool about it, it's sometimes it's really hard to push the tags if you don't know the exact uh, git command for it. And you can git, uh, press on command, shift A, and go the push uh, tags, and it will do that for you. Or it if you have like a lot of branches you are working on and then they are merged, then you need to delete all your local branches. It have it has something called branch cleanup. You can click on it and it will show every uh, local branch that you have and which with its status. So if something is merged, you can select all the merged and clean up all the mess instead of doing that manually. So it's also really helpful to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of IDE Git. Uh, I have a Git GUI. I, I use Fork. But yeah, for those who love to not switch between I, from IDE to other apps, I think that's very nice. I didn't know there are lots of functionality. Uh, which which app you are using currently? I'm using Fork. Fork. Hmm. Is it really good? I used before um, Git Kraken. It was really good, but then it was paid, and I stopped using it. But it... Mm. there are different tastes. Some some like Git Kraken, some like Source Tree. I used to use Source Tree, but then I found Fork, and I found it much faster. Mm. Uh, that's why I keep using it, and I like their developer. They they really give uh, when you give some feedback, they really uh, apply it and then fix the stuff really fast. Mm. So. Yeah, I like them. I'm supporting them. That's great. I can check it out. I used also Source Tree, but I I found like it gives me the same functionality as Android Studio, mm -hmm. so it's no need to go to another uh, application if it's giving me the same like capabilities. But I can check out Fork. Yeah, I have a full video about Fork too, so I will share in in cards. Thanks. Um, like we will go to our final two uh, plugins which is like really specific if you are using Kotlint and Detect. So usually you will have them uh, attached to your pre-commit pre and pre-push hooks, which will make it really great to not make any mistakes. But what you really want is to, your, to make your Android Studio help you to identify any errors before doing that, because it's, it's way easier to uh, fix it before waiting a lot for uh, to get the errors uh, when you are pushing. 
So when you add the detect and the Git plugins, Catalan plugins, it will make an inline error when when you are doing errors that's not uh, acceptable in your config file. For example, if if I make a lot of lines that unnecessary, it will all, uh, almost immediately show me the errors here that I need to fix. And it will not be acceptable when I, I'm doing the push or the commit. And it's the same for the <clears throat> detect plugin. So if you write that detect here. Yeah, if you go here to detect, you can also add your configuration files here and it will start to get your uh, any configuration from that file and apply it to your, to your project. And also you can uh, treat detect findings as er errors. Normally it's a warning, but if you wanted to make it more strict, you can enable it as, as an error. And it's the same for Catalint. You can change to enable it, disable it, and uh, make it look like an error or warning or none. So currently I have it as an error to fi be fixed immediately, but if you change it to warning, make some new lines like this, it will be as a warning now and the mm -hmm. same. So it's, it's really helpful uh, to get an immediate feedback from these plugins to fix your code before pushing it. And actually you, you recommended me this after using that text for a while, I now, I don't, get the error when i i am pushing i'm i'm fixing that immediately that's so great uh, to have yeah, yeah i also use it day by day actually yeah that's it now you're you will have a lot of new functionality and your android studio will look great so that's uh, pretty much it mm -hmm. uh, i also have a uh, github copilot in my list uh, do you use it already Oh yeah, I, I love using it that uh, for mentioning. So uh, Copilot, like when it first start, came out, it wasn't that helpful. So I, I removed it. And then after like maybe six months, my friend told me like, now it's great, you, you're gonna try it. And I was, I was pretty skeptic about that. But then mm -hmm. I I tried it and pretty much it's, it does a lot of uh, stuff for you, like it's, um like you're having a new way of auto completing but it's mm -hmm. way better for example if you have like really organized project with the clean architecture and you have uh, the same structure all the time it can really recognize that structure and create the whole thing for you you will just give it the json and it will start generating responses the the call to your api then the your uh, use cases that test everything if it's really good in pattern it will do that but it's also really great for basic stuff like for example instead of doing this stuff for yourself it will do it for you and stuff like that so how is your experience so far i, I really think that it's worth the uh, the payment for it yeah uh, as you said at the, at the beginning it was a bit dumb uh, I had the feeling that it was just copy pasting some some block of code which might be related from GitHub, another repo or another project. But as you said, uh, right now it's much smarter and it understands your pattern. It helps a lot with, as you said, a smart autofill 
uh, or autocomplete. Mm, yeah, if your company pays for it, it's much nicer to have <laughs> because yeah, it has some subscription. But yeah, you can ask your company to. Uh, they are not our sponsors, <laughs> to be honest. But you can ask your company to to have it for you, and and I find it nice to be honest. Day by day, it helps a lot, and and just be careful with whatever it generates. It's like uh, a kid with a uh, lots of power, but that kid may break your code. So you have to really read whatever it generates, uh, and yeah, keep using it. It's it's nice. You you gonna use it sometimes as and you start you you're gonna start to be the reviewer of, of that code immediately because sometimes exactly. small mistakes for example like using um, the boolean in the reverse way by adding like exclamation mark and it, now you need to run the the code and you will see that oh that's not working correctly and you will start to uh, dig the code to to see wh where you do the mistakes but actually copilot can do that but when you are like generating uh, piece by piece and reviewing that you will not you will not have this problem so mm -hmm. just be careful with it yeah the, the only thing that i'm missing at this point is some dialogue to write my intention right now i just use comment uh, just double forward slash and write something and in the next line it try to generate what I ask but I was wondering maybe just a dialogue that I can type what I'm looking for yeah something like that I think I think uh, in VS code you have this kind of dialogue so you will you will mm -hmm. type you will activate this dialogue and you can say like explain this code to me uh, rewrite this code to me and maybe like if you want to generate something new it, it mm -hmm. you can also write that it yeah it's really helpful i don't know why it's not it didn't exist in, in android studio yet yeah i hope they add this too <laughs> i hope so cool. <laughs> okay nice uh anything else you want to share that was pretty much it i hope you love it i loved it to be honest uh, some i already knew some i didn't but thanks for your time thanks for sharing and yeah if you're Android developer uh, and you do coding for Android or you want to start learning Android, uh, this is what I'm doing on this channel. I'm sharing stuff related to Android and programming and development. And I also interview with other Android developers who are interested in sharing stuff or interesting the, about the sharing their lifestyle and how the Android career works for them. So subscribe to this channel and hit the bell. You will get notified whenever there's a new video. And yeah, thanks. Thank you so much, Elias, for joining me. A lot for having me. It was really fun. See you. See you. Have a nice day.